Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The challenges of getting young people engaged. And- I already want to talk about that. <laughs> I think we could, we could hint around about our, our arguments, maybe. What arguments? No, like a good Italian family. First time I ever met Linda. The first words ever spoken to me was for screaming. <laughs> Why? It's a long, it's a long, it's a long off-mic story. It's a really long off-mic story. What did he do? There you go. There you go. There That's you go, exactly my right. girl. It's my what fault. did he do? Thank you. All right, let's start What did you do, show. John? Oh, it's always something. <laughs> that you're born an Italian if you want your life to be great see that you're born an Italiano and your life will be great from the moment you're a small bambino you eat pizza you drink vino then they make you roly-poly you get stuffed with ravioli. If your mama's a paisano, you will have the world on a plate. So see that you're born in Italiano and your life will be great. And good morning to all the Italiani out there. I am John Viola and welcome back to another episode of the Italian American Podcast. It is a beautiful fall day outside, almost fall day outside. And we are here in our increasingly Italian-looking studio space in Midtown Manhattan. And we've got a very special guest today. And, of course, first and foremost, I am joined by none other than Rosella Rago, the one and only, who uh, you and I have been doing this a lot together lately. Yeah, a lot. And uh, the room keeps looking more and more Italian every time I come here. I mean, uh, we're going to the feast later today, but it feels like the feast in here. I've been trying my best to make the feast come back to us. So I I hung a couple of, uh, I didn't realize these were 100-foot banners I got. So they're Italian (laughs) flags, but they're 100 feet long. Some of them are hidden in the roof. We got flags, we got lanterns, we got t-shirts. If we just get some Zeppeli in (laughs) here. I was just going to say, we're missing the Zeppeli and the mozzarella. We need a Zeppeli stand. I'll get there. If Pat has his way, we'll have it at some point in the recording. So uh, the other voice you hear today with us is a very dear friend of mine and somebody who has given a lot of her life to the Italian-American community, amongst having a real job, by the way, as a very successful lawyer. Um, Ms. Linda Carlosi, who is not only uh, in my life because uh, we served together at the National Italian-American Foundation, but Linda has also been involved with every other group out there, really, a Conference of Presidents, uh, Sons of Italy, and... Uh, most importantly, I think, if you had to sort of settle on your mission, it'd be the Italian Welfare League. I think that's right. Hello, John. I'm glad Hello, to have Rosanna. you Hi, in the room. Lovely Linda. Nice Thank you, you for being nice here. To see you. And uh, it is. I, I, um, I've been involved in the Italian-American community since the, my days at Fordham. When I founded Fieri with oh, I forgot uh, to your even friend, say that. John Calvelli. Yeah. Your friend, my friend. Everybody's our friend. friend. The friend to all Italian Americans. <laughs> if you don't know John Calvelli, get to meet him because yeah. he's another super he Italian. He is um, a legend in his own mind. <laughs> That's right. Sure. <laughs> if you've been dealing with Italian American groups for a certain number of years and you're still standing, you <laughs> yeah, know, you it's are. an accomplishment. That's it, it, true. Absolutely. Because it's not work. easy. We need a red, white, and green heart instead of the purple heart. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. We need some kind of an award yeah, for a certain number. Do you know how long right. I've been putting up with these crazy people? It's true. It gets like higher and higher based on how many groups well, you're member of. Well, I think in my of. case, if you, if you ask John, he's been putting up with me for a long oh, time. Yes. He's been trying to get rid of me for yeah, years. I, I always tell people, and mm-hmm. this is a conversation for off mic, but the first conversation I ever had with Linda was us screaming at each other on the telephone. So if, yeah, if I that don't... doesn't say welcome to the Italian-American community. That, you know, but the, out of love. Yeah. Uh, you know how families are, right? That's so it. so the very first, uh, our very first interaction with each other, there was um, alte voce. Yeah, we, tr- <laughs> we, we tried to 
at least get there our opinions some, across. I've never seen John really upset. So that's that's well, kind of uh, funny for me. And then me there's here. me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. happens. Yeah. It happens. Well, you're an Italian woman, and yeah. I know every Italian woman has that inside of so her. So I'm my true. mother's daughter in every sense of the word, and I, I'm I'm a little opinionated. Just, <laughs> I, you know, when you say a little opinionated, it's like being a little pregnant. <laughs> well, you argue for a living. <laughs> that's, that's right. True. I mean, you must be. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But no, but you know. What I realize, all kidding aside, because we've obviously, I mean, I consider John my brother. Yeah, we're very close. We're very, very close. There isn't anything I would not do for this man, and I and I think it goes the other yeah, way absolutely. as well. I can pick up the phone and call him and say, John, I need, yeah. mm-hmm. and he says, I'm there. Yeah, mm-hmm. So so I can say that's a testament to, but that, that first <laughs> uh, interaction, which I think was actually on the phone. It was, yeah. We hadn't even met yeah. in person, um, but I think that's... That's a testament to our passion about the community. Yeah, right? definitely. Because at the end of the day, when I think about it and I reflect on it, we were both very passionate. It was all from a good place. Yeah. Right. You know, he was coming from a great place, which coming into this community. I, I've been here in New York now for about 22 years. I came here when I was 12. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was 12. From, from where? From Connecticut. That, I'm originally oh. from central Connecticut. And uh, mom still lives in Connecticut. But, you know, my first foray here, I, I sort of came back to where I started. I went to Fordham right. in, on Rose Hill campus. And from there, I, I went to Washington, D.C. when I went to law school. And somehow, in between, I made a stop in Philly, which I love. Yeah. I've been traveling back and forth to Philadelphia. Another great Italian-American. Another great location. Italian-American yeah. city. And, uh, and, but then I've been back in New York for 22 years, but in any event, we, um, we, we obviously got past that, Yeah. but it was, but it is funny because anybody observing what happened during Mm -hmm. that conversation and us screaming at each other would never believe that we're sitting here like the best. No, definitely. It's true. But that's what Italians do. (laughs) And a lot of people ask about it when we, when we tell people that. <laughs> recall it in front of people that work with us or they're you know collaborating with us or anything. They're always very surprised. Yeah, that right. But how bad was this argument? Like John, who did bad. you kill? Uh, it was pretty bad. What did you do? It was pretty bad. <laughs> we'll have to have that one. That'll be <laughs> for the that'll be for the premium extended yeah. episodes. I think for four ninety five a month. <laughs> yeah, you can hear all the gossip of the community. You can hear what what <laughs> you're John really did. an insider. Uh, but you know, you 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 and I both went to Fordham and yes. uh, go Rams. By the time I got there, the sort of legacy of Fieri was everywhere at this point. So before we get into what you're doing today, you got to share with everybody, first of all, what Fieri is mm-hmm. and how it started. And uh, what I mean, it really became a massive organization. Mm-hmm. And for college students yes. to build something like that. Yeah, I have to give all credit to John Calvelli. Um, I will say that, you know, I grew up in a small town in Connecticut, New Britain, Connecticut, which was primarily at the time either Polish-American or Italian-American. And I grew up with my immediate family around me and the Sunday dinners and the pasta and all of these cultural things that we talk about now as as being so uniquely Italian-American, which to me, I didn't realize it was any different than what everybody else did, to be perfectly honest with you. It was, was, for me, when I came to Fordham, I think that's when I really discovered – my passion about being Italian-American, my drive to preserve the culture, that all was born at Fordham because there were many Italian-Americans. At Fordham, you were Irish or Italian at the time. And we just sort of naturally started to group together. Most of my friends, I lived on campus. Most of my friends were commuting. They were all from Italian-American, you know, all Italian-Americans from Westchester. Uh, John's now wife was one of my friends and still is, and many, many others. And that's where I think I first realized this thing. I'm, wait a minute, I'm Italian-American. Yeah, you're different. I'm different. Well, you and I had a conversation two weeks ago, or last week we Mm -hmm. had lunch, and you said something uh, either you or the the other guest that we were having lunch with, mm-hmm. somebody did. I'm going to give you credit because she wasn't okay, Italian. I'll take it. And we were talking about me leaving my neighborhood yes. in Brooklyn and going to an Irish town in New yes. Jersey and that how I became. Yeah, yeah, and you said, wow, you actually had your own immigrant experience. Yes. It's the most brilliant thing I ever thought of because, you know, we're further and further away from the immigrant experience. We now, are. you guys both have parents that came from Italy, but there's not going to be that many more generations in our mm-hmm. community who do. But when it 
person of any generation leaves an Italian enclave, which has been you know my story and many in my generation. Oh, absolutely. When yeah. I when I left Brooklyn, yeah. I was eight years old, and we went to upper middle class Jewish New Jersey. You had an immigrant experience, and yeah, my an mother immediately yeah. started feed, feeding all the Jewish husbands. <laughs> Everyone on our block got a plate of chicken cutlets. She just couldn't couldn't take it that these that the wives weren't cooking. It, w- it didn't. It was like this That's is why not. Jewish men love Italian. Oh women. yes, they loved my mother. They loved Angela. And yeah. even I totally understand what you're saying because I grew up in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. And even when I was in New Jersey for those ten years, I went to Brooklyn every weekend. Awesome. I d- I like did not want to live yeah. there, and I didn't understand that I who I really was until. I went to college and I wasn't allowed to dorm because nice Italian girls right. live with Nana. No, yeah, my mom had no choice with yeah, me. Unless you go far away. <laughs> That's right. You know, unless it takes four hours to get there, where you're staying home. Yeah. So I had to live with Nana. And I did, I, this was the first time I saw that people had microwaves that they used. You know, they would like, they would bring the lunch to, to the cafe, warm it up. And I was like, but you don't Is just that, eat your yeah. lukewarm pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only? Yeah. It's true. You you have you you take a fish out of water when it's you leave. It's true. It's true. Well, it's but it's funny that you mentioned Bensonhurst because growing up, I had cousins in Bensonhurst who didn't. Right. I was just going to say, if you were Italian American, you had family in Bensonhurst, yeah. and of course, my you know we said going to Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. And my favorite Brooklyn. thing to do it was when my mom said, "Okay, we're going to go see Aunt Sarah in Brooklyn. Now <laughs> let's that. go." And I got to make a Brooklyn yeah, shirt. That's yeah, a great one. Brooklyn. That's a great <laughs> yeah, idea. No, we're going to Brooklyn. We're going to Brooklyn, and and you know walking down 18th Avenue. I still remember walking down Alba's. The bakery on 18th and Avenue. And the smell oh would just God. hit you. Yeah, yes. those neighborhoods. Sweet memories. It's easy to see why now. It's, it's, it's doing this project and all the years that I've worked in the community, like conversations like we had mm. in this one start to make clearer for me. Because this is all just basically me on a therapist couch. All of these projects is me trying to figure out why I am what I am. <laughs> and like, well, talk to me about <laughs> it's it. It's really I'll, what, I'll what this you. show is. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out yet, folks, yeah. you're all therapizing me. Um, but I, I think that that was like a big moment for me to realize like this is why our communities lasted so long yeah because when people move out of those neighborhoods it's it's its own fish out of water story Mm -hmm. and it ossifies who you are so so you went to Fordham so I went to Fordham and I met all these like-minded people and my experience is interesting because we talk about our parents coming from Italy my mom was actually born in the U.S. But she went back to Italy when she was about 14 months old. Oh, wow. and it was during the war, uh, which was a very difficult time. And I still hear those stories. But my dad was born and raised in Italy. So he was the fiercely proud. You know, they were both fiercely proud Italians. Uh, but dad was the first one in line when he could get his dual citizenship. Sure. He got his Italian citizenship awesome. back. Yeah, he did. But I remember saying, um, you yeah, know, dad, I think I'm going to minor in Italian studies. And he said to me, you're going to minor in Italian. I said, yeah, I'm going to major in communications. I'm going to minor in Italian. He said, listen to me, figlia mia. You think that's an easy A. You don't speak Italian. You wow. speak dialect. <laughs> we have this yeah. conversation a lot. <laughs> so, oh, Pat was here. Yeah, yeah, regional I'm, language. Yeah, I'm glad you, Pat's you know, it that. is a <laughs> regional language, Linda, <laughs> yeah. according to, to Dr. <laughs> O'Boyle. I love Dr. O'Boyle. Avogato. Avogato O'Boyle. Cavalieri Avogato. He's got a lot of titles. He so sure we does. Hashtag CavAv for short. I like that. Wait a minute. I have that then, too. Yeah, yeah that's you're true. Cav-Av you're Cav-Av too. too. There's my license plate. There you go. CavAv. If we can get vanity plates that say Cavav that and just it's surprise gonna happen. him. That'd be Let's amazing. make it happen. Oh, he'd cry. <laughs> I, would love that. I love it. I uh, want one too. You know he never but, listens, so we can but, say what <laughs> we want. So so my dad said, You think that you, you don't speak Italian, Fidia Mia, you speak dialect. And I said, Well whose fault is that? Why were you speaking dialect to me? And with that I decided, no, no, I'm gonna study the language. And and I studied the language and my first trip. Now, this is the unusual part, because I bet you went back to Italy a lot as a young person. I started uh, when I was seven years old. Actually. Okay. I started as a junior when I was at Fordham University. Wow. wow. That was my yeah. first trip to Italy. And my dad had two sisters in Italy. My mom had family in Italy. We would occasionally see a relative or two would come across, you know, this mm-hmm. is your cousin Carmela. This <sighs> is your cousin Pasquale. Yeah. But I did not have that connection to Italy. It was that trip to Italy with Fordham. So I took 
very intensive language course. Um, I'll never forget Professor Florinda Yanachi. Wow, she was still there when I oh, was there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So wow. she was amazing. She was such a tremendous influence on me. And I took the course, and then my cousin met me because my father said, you are not roaming around Italy by yourself. <laughs> send, that is send, not send the chaperone on your school trip. Yeah. We can't let Italian girls do anything <laughs> you are alone. Not I'm so good. roaming around sola sola. <laughs> that is not happening. Someone so my, might think something. <laughs> That's right. It can come back. And if only they had thought something, maybe things would be different. But anyway, I digress. My cousin met me, and I met all my relatives in. We're from. We're both. My parents are from Campo Basso region, uh, provincia Campo Basso, in Molise, which, which we got John, to experience. John together got this to summer. experience with me this summer. Yeah, that awesome. was amazing. amazing. It was amazing. It's beautiful, Campo Basso. Oh, Lots of rolling hills. But we saw a Misteri, which I've heard about my entire life. Let's tell the audience for for the audience that's not. First of all, the audience not, may not know about Molise. Molise, Molise yeah, it's is the, the smallest youngest, region. Youngest, youngest smallest region. Well, as my father says, they broke off from Abruzzi the year I was born. So do the math about how old I am. <laughs> but in the Kingdom of Two Sicilies, Molise was an interesting little political entity because it wasn't a province. Uh, in, it was the only sort of yeah. provincia that was actually considered a county. Yeah, so it always right. had this independent sort of different culture from Abruzzo. But <laughs> still does. Yeah, still does, clearly. Still very imagine much. a region saying like, no, we're not a part of you anymore. Yeah, it's Italy. I, I, like, I think if they had their way, they'd all be independent countries. I think they all would. Yeah. <laughs> that, but isn't that the history of Italy, though, yeah, right? Is that, exactly regional, is that regional yeah. mentality. They're so. really just holding a grudge. <laughs> that's really what keeps Italy together is yeah. grudges. I don't know. I think California wants to secede from the U.S., but let's yeah. not go there. That's true. Uh, yeah. then, then it'll be Texas. When will New York succeed? I would love that. See, but that's so interesting because, uh, I mean, I had a similar experience. I did go to Italy since I was seven years old, but I did not go to Italy. I went to Mola di Bari about 15 times. (laughs) And then when I was 17, I got to take a senior trip with my graduating class, and I saw Italy for the first time, and I went back, and I was like, Nonna, why didn't you even take me to the town next door? <laughs> and she goes, Effilia mia, che c'è da vedere? There you go. There, there was nothing go. to see. What are you going to say? There you go. <laughs> but that, but that, uh, that truly, that trip changed the trajectory of my life. So the, this is why Fordham and the Italian experience and Fieri absolutely changed everything about me. And in that trip where my cousin, who now is grown with two growing children was 12 years old and she sat on my lap and started writing to me. I discovered this whole other family in Italy that now we are very, I mean, I was very much the bridge to my family. And since then, my brother, we've gone back for weddings. We are very cl- I mean, you know, we may not see them all the time, but every year or two. I mean, I've seen your cousins more than once because <laughs> yes. when we go to Italy together for work, <laughs> yes. they come down to wherever they you are. They come to find yeah. us. <laughs> so, I mean, that's yeah. pretty close. So, you, yeah. so you, this trip <clears throat> transforms you. It did. And you guys start Fieri. And tell us what Fieri was intended to be and how it, it you grew. You know, Fieri was about young Italian-Americans, right? We felt that, and and I don't want to speak for John because it really was his brainchild, but it was for young people 18 to 39, which back then we thought that was pretty old, yeah. right? So now we realize yeah. the the error of yeah. our ways. I, I'm not far from clocking out of Fieri yeah, but, eligibility. <laughs> but, oh, you've got a ways. Yeah, you're young in spirit anyway. Yeah, we'll right. let you stay as an honorary yeah. person. I Perfect. think I'm still an honorary member. But the idea was, listen, we had these other organizations. What happened is that first, second, third wave of immigration, those folks were were now parents, grandparents. We were the next generation of young people, and we have a different way. And, And this is why... This is one of the many things I love about John is because John is a young person, but you're a Renaissance man. Like oh, you have a, you. you, you really, no, you really are. Oh, he's an old soul. He's an Absolutely. old soul. That, that I, and I've I always said that. And it, and it is just so remarkable for me now to look and see somebody like you, because that is, that is so unique. We're not seeing that anymore. And the other thing with John, God bless him, is he's able to, and yourself also, is is able to attract young people to understanding more about their culture and their background and their history. That's why we do this, right? Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, there's no question John's participation revolutionized NIAF in, oh, in the years no that question. he was there. I mean, he no made, question. And I, I remember pre-John NIAF, and I, and right. I mean... 
I remember while John was president, it, it was a 180. It, it, it was, was night 360, and day. actually. Yeah. I would say even 360. Who knows where but it spun out to now. Well, <laughs> we're working on it, John. We're still on it. <laughs> yeah, Linda's but, still a member of the board. But all of a sudden, the, the, the gala was a fun weekend. I haven't quite let I advise for Linda. <laughs> oh, he'll never totally deta- you know. No, he I, never I'm will. I'm a member He's, of every group. Yeah. I am. I, I can't help myself. But that's the perfect example. That was what Fieri was. Mm-hmm. It was bringing a young person into the this organization that perhaps was very, and I don't want to say it was old or it was stodgy or it was stuffy, none of those things. It was very set in its ways. And so the Italian-American community that we were experiencing at that time, it was Unico, it was Sons of Italy, it was our parents, it was our grandparents. We wanted something unique for young people and and frankly, to preserve and promote the culture because we recognized then this is going away. Right. This is not going to last forever. We have to do something. It was all, it has become about scholarships. You know, we have a actually it's coming up September 29th at the Bronx Zoo is the Fieri Scholarship yeah. Breakfast. And uh, for me, it's like going back home to go to that event. But you guys started it at Fordham and then all of a sudden had chapters all over the country. Yeah. So right? so what happened is we all moved on, right? So I went on to law school in Washington DC. I met folks like Lisa Gwaley, who was in Washington, yeah. who you've you've yeah, met have, Lisa, yeah. who's a and her dad, force Charles. of yeah, right? great guy. force of nature. I mean, Lisa's just an incredible incredible person. And so what happened is then John uh John was working for Congressman Engel. And was his uh, administrative assistant, so he was coming to Washington. So all of a sudden, it was like, wait, we should bring this to the other universities. And that's really where it came. And then we became a national organization. And to this day, uh, Ferry grows, and it is primarily based in the universities. Our focus is more on the scholarship, but it is about promoting and preserving this culture. Because the next Mm -hmm. generations are losing this. It's funny because, you know, I always thought about this stuff while I was at NIAF and you know there's th- hundreds of colleges around the country colleges and universities that have Italian clubs or Italian yeah. groups or it's whatever very, it is it's very different it yeah. is different and I, I always think to myself like there's interest you know mm-hmm. and I used to go and tour them and speak and obviously create for programs and things and but that idea of sort of a national platform. unity and yeah. platform behind yeah. young people is so important and and I think as I look out at the future and the interest that's out there. It's something that I certainly haven't taken my last swing at, you know, trying to figure out how oh, yeah, you can not at all. unite right. these groups and, and sort of give them a national platform. But we saw that at the NIAF weekend, you know, we would see, and we also saw all the Voyage of Discovery folks coming back, all those young people mm-hmm. that, you know, my trip to Italy is the Voyage of Discovery. Well, let's tell the audience. So for those of you who are not familiar and maybe you're listening to us for the first time, uh, the NIAF that we reference all the time is the National Italian American Foundation. It's, I think, how all of us met one another. And NIAF does a lot for the community. It's it's a very large, potent national group. Um, but I think one of the best programs that NIAF has is the Voyage, Voyage Discovery. of Discovery. Yeah. 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 Really is. Um, and he's actually, as you probably know, made made a grant yeah. uh, to continue that program. It is a two-week all-expense-paid all trip that young people go to whatever the region of honor is. And one of the requirements is that it be their first trip to to Italy. And Ambassador Secchia thought of this idea because when he was the ambassador in Italy, he would meet young people who were visiting Italy for the first time who were from America, of Italian-American descent. And he will say that he saw that transformation, that Mm -hmm. connection to their history, to this is where my grandparents are from, this is where my great-grandparents are from. And so through NIAF, he made the initial grant. Most recently, he's made another very large contribution to continue this trip. And I have to tell you, we didn't do it initially, but I think it was your idea, John, was to have the Voyage of Discovery and the NIAF mission trip, the board member trip, coincide so that we could meet the Voyage of Discovery students. There is not one dinner that I haven't been to that I do not absolutely, I bring tissues now with me. Oh, it's amazing. Because it is absolutely amazing, and you see it in these children, and they're not children, they're young adults, but you see the transformation and the tears and the emotion. Oh, it's unbelievable. And it's the connection to their, their roots, and it is, but that's what happened to me. 
That's exactly what happened to Whenever me. I guide the cooking with Nona culinary tours, it's always so special when you have someone that has never been to Italy yeah. and that's their first trip and like they get to cook and yeah. just live. The, we, we pride ourselves on providing an experience that's a little bit more um, real Italy than because we don't right. go to the Rome or Florence places. or that's anything. Right. We're in Puglia right. or the Amalfi Coast, right. but in the Amalfi, the Coast, Amalfi Coast, we're in a home in the Amalfi Coast and I we cook it. together and we pick the lemons and the... Oh. And you just see it. You just see the the magic happen. It's ma- that's it. That's the word. It is yeah. magic. But it's you can. It's almost like you see the brain, right? You see it firing on all mm-hmm. cylinders when those connections. When are they made. smell a lemon, it's, yes, uh, you know that well, smells like a lemon. Well, the yeah, coppery lemon. Right. Yes, I mean that's extraordinary. And a little limoncello doesn't hurt, or a lot. <laughs> <laughs> if you're the tour guide, you need a lot. But we digress yeah. again. No, but I mean this is this is a great program, and uh, and if you're out there and you or anybody in your family is a college student definitely check out NIAF and yeah. th- apply it's a group of 20 to 25 kids a year and and yeah, we, it's a we, small group it's a small group which, which is makes great. it so yeah. special it's a totally different experience yeah. with us yeah. I mean when I was 17 I did that 60 person bus oh, thing yeah. oh, and, uh, that was an right. experience <laughs> because you know <laughs> you, yeah you know you, you get one suitcase and you're lugging it no nothing has an elevator yeah. <laughs> and, no. and you're moving every well, listen, three days that's happened to the board members oh, yeah. on our mission trip <laughs> yes when I used to run the trips, because I used to have to run the board component, and then we'd meet up with the Void Discovery. I'll never forget, we went to Lombardia for the Region of Honor 2015. They were our Region of Honor. We had a great partnership. They were promoting the Expo, which was fantastic. Yeah, I remember. Yep. And, uh, I we went had, to the Expo, We went right? to the Expo, yeah. and I had booked a hotel in Milan, and one of our board members, who will not be named, decided that he had a connection at a better hotel. I thought I booked what was a phenomenal price on the best deal in the best he hotel He who in shall not be mentioned. The one who <laughs> should not be mentioned, and he'd know if he's listening. <laughs> he had a friend, and he got us in this hotel, and we went there, uh-huh. and the hotel wasn't finished yet. Oh and God. they were building the bar downstairs, and it was like, it was brutal. I mean, everybody was complaining, and I didn't pick it. So I went to bed <laughs> about 3 o'clock in the morning. My phone rang. It was which, our last night no, there. No surprise in, in Nyaf, because I, you know, I, I did work for all these it people. It was 2 o'clock in the morning, It was 2 o'clock John. in the morning, and it's Linda, and <clears> she <throat> said, I don't know who to call. The sink just fell off the wall in my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm glad you called me, first of all. But, yeah, the sink fell off the wall. Well, we were we were on the roof deck having drinks because yeah, the bar wasn't true, finished the bar in wasn't the open. lobby. So we were all happy. And, it was, uh, yeah, we, we only got home, like, maybe It was 2 in the morning. Was, we were leaving at 9 o'clock, as yeah. you know. And, and by the way, because there were certain people who shall remain unknown who make sure that if it's 9.01, the bus is gone. Yes. They'll leave you that's behind. That's true. Very, very adamant But I won't mention any names. That's, that's yeah. thankfully Oh, that's, boy. Yeah. yeah. Those trips so, were interesting. And they still are. And you get to your but room anyway, and I get to, I get to my room. We went to La Scala. <laughs> Yeah, we, we got went to, to see the, the opera. Yeah. I was in tears. I was like so happy. This was like the most amazing experience. And I go back to my room and I'm taking out my contacts and I'm like, where's the sink? <laughs> the entire bottom of the sink fell out. So I, I called the front desk, and I am sure that at that point I was speaking in dialect. There, there had to be when you're some angry words yeah. that came out in dialect. And they said, oh, we, we were going to call you. And I'm like, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. When were you going to call me? They don't care. That was, uh, yeah. Some of those trips, oh. we have great stories. Oh, those trips were wild. So needless to say, I'm not going back to that hotel. No. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe, it's probably although, not even finished yet. No, although ended John up ended by up accident. there. Yeah, my John wife ended up there. booked uh, one of those hotels. We were going to stay somewhere else. We ended up in Milan. She's like, oh, I'll get on the app. Right. So it's like, oh, five-star hotel. I, you know, it's a mystery app thing. It's like we paid like $90 or something. And I'm driving the car there. We had driven all the way from Switzerland. I'm like exhausted. Oh. I'm like, where is this place? All of a sudden, I pull up. I'm like, oh, no. Not it's this the, place it's the again. Sink hotel. We'll call it the familiar. Sink Hotel. But yeah, it was yeah, fine the, the next time. Hotel. They it's finished a... the bar. So. But, However. Uh, but those trips. We had fun times. Yeah, we did a <laughs> Every great trip time. to Italy always has something like, not not to say like the sink falls off every time you go. Thank no. God. You take a but trip. something like but, that. But like, there's just something that you say only in Italy. Oh, I've had. That experience many times. Pat took his mother for the first time to Italy and planned this whole trip. And they got to the hotel down by where their family's from and the water was out. There was just no running water for like three days. Sure. Traps yeah. and stuff. And his mom was like, this is what we're coming back to. You know, he was. Yeah. But it happens. But so, I remember all the strikes. I'd get to the airport. Oh, they don't have strikes like they used to. No. 
They, they used don't. to have great I'd be strikes. waiting for my bags. Oh, those shopera was like, yeah. even as and a kid. And it was, you know, it was usually a 20-minute yeah. shopera. I said, is it a shopera or shopera or is it, or is it an espresso break? It's an espresso break. It's, it's an espresso, espresso yeah. break. We needed longer lunch today, yeah. so the whole company strikes. I used to love that as a kid. Yeah. Strikes, protests. Oh, yeah. One I of mean, the, yeah. in the summer, they just call it siesta for six hours <laughs> right. instead six of four. Hours, I know. Sure, you don't need to strike in the summer. Yeah. But Italy is a place, clearly, you've developed a passion for through oh, those experiences. Absolutely. You... Interned at the National Italian American Foundation, right? Yeah, I was. Yep, I was an intern there when I was in law school, and I also became involved in the National Organization of Italian American Women. Oh, right, that's right. Um, yeah. So I started to get more involved, and it all really grew from Fieri. But I came back to New York, and it was actually a very dear friend of yours, Diana. Yeah, Femio, who had recently become. I think she was the president of this organization, the Italian Welfare League. And Diana and I knew each other from Washington, adored Diana. I hate that she's left us and gone back to D.C., but uh, she asked me to join the board. And, you know, Diana was very much, is very much a visionary, but she was a visionary about this organization. Always, yeah. Because Italian Welfare League was founded in 1920 at the turn of the century. We, We are coming up on our 100th anniversary it began at the piers, at the at the piers where the ships were coming in and the Italian immigrants were arriving. And in fact, this organization had a desk at Ellis Island. Wow, that's oh my amazing. God. I don't know if you know this, yeah. but this was uh, one of those, you know, moments in my life that I don't forget. Ten years ago, we celebrated our 90th, about nine years ago. And I had the idea, let's go back to Ellis Island, wow. right? That's oh where goodness. that's where we were from. Yeah. That's what we did. And I go back there and I meet this individual. It's on and the story's on our website at ItalianWelfareLeague.org, Barry Moreno, who's the historian of Ellis Island. And I introduce myself. I'm the president of the organization. And I'll go back to how I got involved. But again, it's it's one of those moments in your life. He says, Linda Carlosi, he said, Are you Related to Angela. I said, Angela? He said, Angela Carlosi Rossi. And I said, No, I, I know who's that. And he said, Well, she was part of the Italian Welfare League hmm. when they were here oh at Ellis Island. She was from Brooklyn. Oh my God. I, I had shivers. You know, like it's one of those I have moments. Sh- I have goosebumps. Yeah. That's amazing. And I have been, and if anybody's out there listening and knows who this woman, I think she passed on in the 70s so I, because I really did try to look her up. Angela Carlosi Rossi. Rossi. Okay. And she lived in Brooklyn. And by the way, I think she came from Philadelphia. Wow. So I have a feeling with the name and we get a lot of uh, Molisan and Abruzzese immigrated yeah. to Philadelphia Tons. or New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I have a feeling she's from, uh, you know, maybe wow. one of those regions, right? right? I wonder uh, if you are distantly related. As far as I know, there no. has to be a way to find out. Yeah, Pat. So we need Pat. I need Doctor Doctor Professor. We'll get the cap out on the, on the case. He'll do it. Yeah, but that guy. that was a, just a moment for me. And I looked at Barry and I said, "Who is? What are you talking about?" He says, "Oh, Linda, I will get you the information." He said, "But that woman was here. She was the administrator for the IWL for the Italian wow. Welfare League." So Italian Welfare League was there with a desk helping immigrants coming over until they closed. That's pretty amazing to think about. So the, 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 for those of you who have not been introduced to Italian Welfare League, it's coming up on 100. Yep. Started as an exercise with the American Red Cross That's after right. the First World War, mm-hmm. yes. which is really amazing because people take for granted, first of all, how many Italian Americans went back to Italy because they had to to fight in the That's war. That's right, in the war. Yeah, because they, yes. they weren't full citizens here yes. yet. And when they were coming back, obviously, you had a lot of uh, a peak of immigration around 1920. And here's these leaders of the community on the docks. Yes. When you get off the boat, you know, a year's worth of baby clothes for a yes. baby born on a ship. Oh, my Food, a jo- like help you get a job, help you find a house. Yes, I mean, they did a lot of, of that's immigrant amazing. aid. Yeah, yes. I think about that. You just What a difference it means there, to there arrive in a workers. country and have somebody waiting for you. But that, that goes back to like that old school mentality. Oh, that you take care of your yeah, own. That yeah, that italianita yeah. that yeah. we have. We take you know. care of, right. But these were, you know, they used to have a fashion show every year at the plaza. Oh, my goodness. And we continued that tradition. I mean, Toscanini did a concert. On NBC. Wow. Yeah, Toscanini did. I mean, if you read a little bit of I mean, this was quite the organization. Um, Do they still have the fashion show? 
We did up until the we had our event. We continued having our event at the plaza until they went through their renovation. Oh yeah. And that's when we stopped with the fashion show. But we would love to do it again, so let's talk. Yeah. Well, th- this is what <laughs> we'll wanna, get Nona <laughs> down the runway. This is what I want to talk about because so the, the welfare league is primarily women. I mean, there are men involved yeah. and men on a reason. Yeah. But it's it's really a woman's organization and one of the oldest in the country and certainly the Italian American community might be the oldest. I think so. Yeah. I think I think we I mean, maybe I don't believe I'm not sure Order Sons of Italy, they might They're older as in general, but for women like they, oh, they weren't members we're until it. the fifties yeah. and sixties, I think. And yeah. how many communities have you know uh, mutual aid societies from the eighteen hundreds? But the women were like the women's auxiliary. It was you know the, what I mean? right. It was the ladies' auxiliary yeah. or the the women's auxiliary. Yeah. You're right. This You're is absolutely a group right. of women who built yes. the programs. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about how you get how young Italian American women yeah. can become active and evolve forward the mission because after the immigration peaked and the, those kind of services were less necessary. Right. Many, many great community leaders evolved the Welfare League now into a mission that I think is just spectacular. Yeah. Share a little bit about what you guys so, do now. And, well, I became involved, I want to say it was about the year 1999 or 2000. Diana Famia asked me to join the board. She had taken over as president. And she's very much a visionary because she brought a lot of still current board members on. She's the one who brought them on. And one of them, uh, Mrs. Tuziani who was the president, uh, then became the chairwoman. So uh, it was it was very timely that we're talking about this. Uh, it was about 18 years ago after 9-11 yeah. that there were, I think it was nine children born after 9-11 whose dads had perished wow. at the World Trade. Right. So um, as a board, we said we have to do something for these children. So remember that at the turn of the century, what was our tradition? Our tradition was helping these immigrants who were coming, the children that were born on the ships, right, and providing them with food and supplies. And so we said, times have changed. The, The immigrants are not coming. So we adopted these nine. And, you know, at the time, we still had our luncheon at the plaza. And we weren't bringing in a lot of money. So we did what we could for these these kids that were born, and we've been trying to track them and follow them. They're they're eighteen years old now. Wow! Mm-hmm. And and we, they're called i nostri bambini. But yeah, we said these are i nostri bambini, and it really came from one of the talking points when we were talking about these children that we were adopting, so yeah. to speak, to help, and it became i nostri bambini. And the following year, we said, well, okay, what are we doing? And so it evolved to children mm-hmm. of Italian-American descent who have either gone through an emotional trauma in their lives or have medical issues. You know, we don't realize, uh, you know, we talk about insurance and Medicare and the Affordable Care Act. There are so many things that insurance does not cover. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, my God. There are yeah. so many therapies for children. Yeah. I mean, when we look at the statistics of children who are born on the spectrum with autism, the numbers are staggering. Yeah. And some of these families, mean, we have one family that we've helped time and time again. They have three boys, and all three boys are autistic. God bless them. Wow. This is a working family. Yeah. And uh, they're trying to make ends meet. And to know that your child needs something right. that you that can't you, provide. That you cannot provide, that your insurance is. And so the simplest things, like sending these boys to camp, yeah, which has been, there are therapies for these children, and there are specialized camps. I mean, camp is expensive. So this is how Inostri Bambini was born. And each year it has grown, and we we initially we couldn't even find these families. You know, you have the HIPAA laws, the privacy. You can't reach out to medical institutions right. To, right. to get information. So, how did we learn about them? Literally, we were picking up news stories, media coverage about families, getting on the phone, calling the local churches, calling the priests that wow. we knew in the local town to say, we heard about this family. Can you direct us? And, you know, the priest knows where everybody lives. Yeah. <laughs> Even today. Yeah. So they would say, this is how we did this. I mean, it was such a grassroots. It was such a hands-on to today, fast forward 18 years, we've given over $2 million. It's unbelievable. And 
And as we approach the 100th anniversary, we're well over the 2 million. But now we actually have individual cases. We have more requests than we can fulfill. I mean, it's a great of problem course. to have. Right. right. It's a great problem to have. The mission is But God is bless thriving. you guys for doing this. Yeah. It's, and it, but, but it is so uh, satisfying to see because these children come back. We actually sponsor a float in the Columbus Day Parade. And these Bambini recipients are our guests That's on beautiful. the float, which is the most incredible yeah. experience for them. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're in wheelchairs or they're, they're you know, they can't. The, we put them on the float. Those that can walk, walk. The families come and they come back year after year. We invite a recipient family to come to our lunch and to speak firsthand. And, you know, we're not talking about you know, one grant of $100,000. We're talking about therapy. We had one autistic child that kept leaving the yard. We built, we literally had a, a fence built wow. so that the child could be outside. And, enjoy and there himself, wasn't yeah. the risk of wow. the child getting out. We've done, I mean, we've, we've also helped those families at Christmas and at Easter. Uh, you know, we had one woman who... Um, probably was the victim of domestic violence and raised single mom raising her children. And we sent gift cards and we sent uh, groceries and gifts for the kids after Superstorm Sandy, you know, Staten Island really just took such an enormous hit from that storm. A lot of Italian Americans there, not children, but we actually had organizations, Italian American organizations saying, you're the boots on the ground. Wow. Can we give you money and can you get this money wow. to those families? Amazing. And it was gift cards. You know, maybe it was $500 to each person, but it was $500 to Bed Bath & Beyond. It means the world of a Target, difference. Target, any of the stores, you know, and just to get them the basics. Imagine just, this now course. for those of you out there. This is an all-volunteer organization. Yes, There's no staff all, here. We have one part-time staff. She's an angel. Uh, but she works part-time. This yeah. is an all-volunteer board. It's an all-volunteer organization. And, you know, now we're going into, this is so timely, right? Because October 27th is our annual luncheon. I'll be there. Oh, yes. You have no choice. And, uh, and I, so I'm, will you. So will co- absolutely. Yes, you'll be there. October 27th, it's at the Metropolitan Club. Well, let me say, for those of you out there, I know we have a lot of listeners who, uh, particularly those friends of ours in the new neighborhood, and uh, yeah. if you're not in the new neighborhood, sign up. It's on our website, ItalianAmericanPodcast.com. It's a great group. We have a lot of discussions on Facebook. And a lot of times these questions come up as to how can I participate more in yeah. the Italian-American community. And I, my poor wife, who is, as everybody knows, Italian-American, she her. does exist. But <laughs> she, she does. I've seen she her. She is not as enthusiastic about Italian-American events as I am. But, but she shows up. But she shows up. She is. So she's, she's an expert on them all because she's dispassionate about them. Right. But she actually enjoys the welfare yes. week. And she brings her friends. And sometimes yes. I, I, I can't even go. She'll take the table. And she, so yeah, that's right. The, that's these right. young women enjoy and it. And Cavav. Yes, Cavav Cav always yeah, makes he, it. He, he goes, goes to everything. If you want to do a Cavav spotting, him. he's there religiously. Yeah, Cavav. Linda, can you please tell everyone how they can buy tickets to Absolutely. the Absolutely. ItalianWelfareLeague.org or call our office, 212-866. Six one eight four eight zero. Thank you. You'll see us all there. Yeah, we'll all go. So we're all going to be there. Yeah, we'll all have have a glass of wine together, or maybe um, apérol spritz. Absolutely, sounds good to me. But I want to. I want to ask a point about this. Okay. I want to. I want to just comment about you know how can you participate, right? Because let's face it, we all have a lot going on in our lives. We have careers. We have jobs. We have families. We have commitments. And so for the folks out there who say, oh, it sounds phenomenal, but I just, I don't have the time. I mean, I have a board member who has two young children. She lives in Connecticut. She's on my board. Yeah. She works remotely for yeah. us. She does what she does remotely. She doesn't have to show up at a board meeting. She dials in. She does our beautiful invitations. Yeah. She works with the graphic designer. And that's what I love about our organization is we we are so flexible because we are women. We are out there. We have family. So some of us have, you know, children and then aging parents, right? We're that sandwich. And we understand that. But now as we're gearing up for our event, October 27th, folks have come to me and said, how can I help? And it's somebody who works or knows somebody. And I say, you know, our crown jewel is our silent auction. Yeah. Everyone loves our silent auction. A gift card yeah, from a restaurant, from mm-hmm. an Italian restaurant. 
um, I, you know, we have autographed books that have come in. We have, we love handbags and jewelry. Yeah, Who doesn't love that? They're very popular at the auction. If you, it's a part of it and jewelry is shopping very, very, at the event yeah. too. So it you're is doing shopping. good, but you're shopping. And you can do all your yeah. Christmas shopping, all your holiday shopping at the end of October. And that's what folks do. That is our crown jewel. And that is where absolutely everyone that can hear this can do something. Yeah. It's a gift basket. Yeah. It is anything that, you know, you work in an industry and you say, oh, I can donate that. I, you know. And I mean, guys, it's really not a bad deal. This is a very beautiful event with a lot of influential Italian-American women. Ab- so if yeah. you have something that you want to get seen, yeah. and men, yes, but, you know, we know the, so, what, the ladies well, shop. The ladies <laughs> do the bidding. But the, boy, the men shop, too, because <laughs> we have an, a whole room dedicated to sports memorabilia. Oh, did you hear that? Oh, I bought a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. I, no, be- I believe. There, I, love yes. a, I love a charity auction. I see yeah. a baseball. <laughs> yeah, Did you sure. guys? I know that's uh, that's from the Hall of Fame. But yeah. Yeah. I'm no, sure something in this office. Something so in here blessed. is from the and welfare. Hey, league. it's Yankee season. Yep. You never be, know. So the Yankees are looking pretty good. What might? Sh- oh, they're looking great. Yeah. You never know what sh- might show up. I, I I think that the beauty of being able to make a donation, but I also I really encourage people to come if you can and meet everybody and mm. and really the, I want to sort of get. Rosella's take, you know, these organizations are evolving, like you say, so people can participate in ways that are not taxing on their time, which is becoming harder and harder. Um, This has the combination of a great legacy, and I hate to use the word for charity, but like a brand, a history, amazing accomplishments, all volunteer, women of prominence throughout history of this Italian-American community, and it's really fun. So I think if young women want to get involved this is a great venue for them to do good it really you know is. the event is feels kind of um timeless because it's it's got that panache of what events used to feel like but it's still fun and and fast and interesting so i, I just I, it has a little old world feel yeah, it's to got it, a little but bit it's of got a modern charm. twist well yeah. you always tend to pick like these venues that are very classic yeah. old new york yeah. which i love which you I know, think... italians weren't allowed at the metropolitan club back but now we are now we are we now, sure so, are. Uh, <laughs> i have to tell you uh, and i should mention our honorees we have amazing honorees vincent lumia from morgan stanley is one of our honorees tremendous yeah. it's tremendous uh, very influential in the community and rosanna scotto who is a co-host on um, another Brooklyn on Fox? Yeah, another Brooklyn girl. She's yeah. she's she's amazing and has been you know very um, supportive. She's very busy. Yeah, and, and the active fact in that the she's, community. She's very too. active. She yes. was at the Santa Rosalia feast this year. Really? Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. And she's I think she's the the she's not uh, honoree at the Columbus Day. Yeah, too, she's Grand the uh, philanthropic. Yeah, uh, Grand Marshall is uh, Ferragamo. Oh wow! This year, Ooh. and 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 something different. The Columbus Club is doing. I'm a member there too. Um, is some of the restaurant tours and Giovanni Colavita of Colavita USA. Great guy. Just a great I mean, guy. so they've really they're honorees. But our but I'll talk about the Italian Welfare League because it's close to my heart. So we have two wonderful honorees. But I have to say, our honorees come back every year. Yeah. Our honorees come back. Speaks for itself. It really does. Fire Commissioner Nigro comes every year. He came once, and he would call it. We would, you know, we invite all these people to come, and he comes. Now he brings his wife, and he's like, you know, I want to bring my granddaughter. Wow, see that? I want to bring my granddaughter to this event. I always hate to go back to my own experience, but the truth is, that's how I got involved with the Italian American community. Because your family brought you to that is Diana Famia worked with my dad. Uh, we had no idea this stuff existed. Any of these organizations? No, I know. My grandfather. Well, your dad was our honoree. Yeah, and he was and an honoree was one of years the first, and years ago. Yeah, well, that was one of the first years I got involved. That's when I met your mom and it was your still dad. At the plaza, I think. It was either at the no, it could have been or it could have been at the St. Regis. I, th- I don't remember. Maybe it was at it, the plaza, but I met your mom. Yeah, they she we made came an impression. Out. Yeah, my mom always leaves an impression. <laughs> sure. Now you know why our first call was screaming at each other. Uh, <laughs> but my yeah, my dad came out and Diana. I knew Diana growing yeah. up and. We went to this event, and I was blown away by the people and the. I mean, it was so charming Isn't that and funny. I was there. Yeah, I it, was there it at that just event. Felt like you were walking to I, a movie. They were in suits. The boys. Yes, we were very they excited. Were, they were very dapper. And Diana yeah. said, "I must have been just going to college." And Diana said to me, uh, "Oh, if you enjoyed this, I have an extra ticket to this one in D.C. coming yes, up." Yes, Nyaf. Yeah. That's right. And so I, I went remember to that Nyaf, too. and I was like, "What is going on here?" And I, I, I always tell Diana, "I didn't realize we went that far back." Yes, John. I know it's amazing. We isn't went it? that far back. I know we, we, we must have interacted there. We did. And then I, I always think to myself, I always tease Diana that she's the cause for this insanity of my professional Italian Americanism. I do too. That's I the blame beauty her. of the league, though. You know that. Yeah. That's why I really want people to understand. 
that these groups are out there, and yes, some of them can be frustrating, but there are groups that are doing great work and really looking at how they can do, um, how they can build organizations for the future. We, I mean, I have to say, Joan Prezioso is our president now. I'm the chair. I was president for about six years. I don't know how many, I guess it's six years I'm chair. I, I'm not going away. I will never forget one of the first events. Uh, Gina DiMartino is a child. She was an infant. She was six months old. She was born with several tumors on her face, and it was heartbreaking when you when you see this this girl. And I met her family, and there is a picture of me which I have to find at the plaza. I was I'm I'm gonna get choked up a little bit. I held this little princess of a baby with a beautiful yellow dress, and I I'm not married. I don't have children, and I said. This is something I can do. Mm. If I can help this one little baby, you know, one child at a time. Gina DiMartino was not given a a very good prognosis. Uh, She comes back to our Columbus. She's 16 now. Wow. 16, 17. She was not given a good prognosis. She's thriving. She is thriving. And when I see that and I see some of our other recipients and they come back every year Mm. That, for me, makes it all worthwhile. And the board, we are like sisters. I mean, we're a real Italian family. Yeah. That's, you know, you we, our that. board meetings are at my office. Yeah. And you, there's food, obviously. But we have fun, and we love each other. And at the end of the day, when we see what we're doing and the difference that it makes, one child at a time, there's no other feeling like that. And I will support all the Italian-American organizations, and I will give money to the scholarships. But when you give money to this organization, this I can assure you, this goes right into the hands of those who need it. Yeah. Amen. 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 I mean, I think there's just something to be said about Italian-Americans who who engage in this kind of community service because it's not for everybody. Yeah. It's, it's, you have to be a special kind of person to deal with all the so personalities rewarding. and all yes. the BS yeah. and all the craziness that comes with it. And, <laughs> yes. You know, my husband's vice president of our small towns club right now. And he comes home th- thinking this meeting was crazy. Well, I can't work with these guys, <laughs> but we always go back. You always yeah. go back. Because there's something in our yes. DNA. It is. That That's we right. need to be a part of something bigger than yes. us. And we should. I think that, it's good for the soul. It's yes. good for us as a community to be a part of an organization that helps people in a way that we can't individually. Yes, that's very true. I mean, think about these mutual aid societies that, yeah. that started in the – some. I mean, my family still a member of Madonna della Nieve in Brooklyn. It's 1883. Uh, my it, birthday. It'll be 1888. Yeah, it's your birthday, Lady of the Snow. That was Another supposed to be my name. Us. Oh, my goodness. Yves. was supposed I to like be. Yeah, when, when he found out that was we were both Leos. It's my patron saint. But Dad vetoed that. I name. was supposed to be Pasqua. Could you oh, wow. imagine? Wow, <laughs> how cute. I think they picked a good name for you. Oh, so you got a great name. <laughs> but I, I think about the point that I, that I think means so much to me is that these societies were founded to help one another. And, and you know, you paid in membership dues. There was no state insurance. There was no uh, source that you could go to, insurance company. So it was your paisani who yeah. were putting a little bit in the till every month That's and right. going to meetings. And that money was used to feed the hungry and help the sick and bury those who couldn't afford to be buried, take care of a widow or a widower. That's incredible really that that's, that's the legacy of who from. we are yeah. i think it's really about trusting in your family to take care of you and uh you know i i like to think of this community as one big family uh there is so much separateness right now but you know i like to think that that's why we're all here that's why pat and john and uh and dolores and anthony and i chose to do this with our time because you know i just think step one is about education and about knowledge and about uh just telling everybody where to find these things, how to get involved. And, you know, after a hundred or so more years of evolution, maybe we'll all stop fighting. We'll all be together. It won't be the same. Hopefully. I think it might be the same. I think John's right. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be fighting in a different way. I have hope. You know, I can only pray. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. And I actually, I mean, uh, not to, this is a whole, we could have a whole nother discussion about this. I actually think the Italian-American organizations are coming together around Columbus Day. Yes. Well, October is just that massive that is, month right. of Italian it's pride. Italian American heritage, Italian American pride, and I, I really am seeing, at least here in New York, I am seeing the community really come out in full force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to see them more. Yeah. I'd like to see them at the parade. 
We're going to have that conversation on one of our upcoming episodes because obviously Italian Heritage Month begins in two weeks, a couple weeks, weeks, and uh, Columbus Day is a big issue, and we're going to have our sort of full-out Columbus coverage, and as Pat always wants us to do two episodes, that topic may warrant two two, two split episodes. It's so so important, but I've seen as the battle for Columbus Day becomes more and more intense, um, I've been really proud to see the Italian-American community really starting to come together in a great way, and I, I give a lot of credit to the people that I know who are community leaders. I mean, John Calvelli is one of them, and his his role at NIAF brings NIAF to the table. Uh, Angelo Vivolo at the Columbus yeah, Citizens exactly. Foundation. He's been so ego-free in bringing people together. And I got to give tons of credit to a guy who you all know I love. I talk about him a lot. This is Mr. Basil Russo at oh, the yeah. Italian Sons and Daughters. Because mm-hmm. he's tough as hell, but his heart is all for the community. 100%. And he absolutely will p- give it up to... Bring people together. You that. need to make a call. You need to make sure he comes on the 27th. <laughs> yeah, I should do that, actually. But, you know, that's why we do this event. It's autumn in New York, and that's why we do it in October, October or early November. Uh, sometimes we've done it on Marathon Weekend on the Saturday. That's, oh, yeah, that's yeah, a lot yeah, of fun. That's no, it's, no, but it's fun. I mean, Marathon Saturday is nothing. Yeah. yeah it's Marathon Sunday. That's crazy. People, lo- I have folks that come from Pennsylvania. That's nice. Um, they come from Connecticut. They come from further out in Jersey just to come to this event. But it is around Italian-American heritage. Yeah. Um, just because we really do want to celebrate Italian-American heritage. And that's what Columbus Day is about. And I, I really, you're going to do this in the upcoming um, podcast, but I really hope the community turns out this year for the parade. Yeah, I do too. I uh, I really don't push. have the day off at work, and I tell my employer it's my religious holiday. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You're right. Yeah. I totally agree. That is, this is my day, and I don't work on Columbus Day, and I take it as a vacation day. Yeah. I, ta- I take it as a vacation day, but I think that's very important this year, especially for the community to come out yeah. and to celebrate. It's, it's not about celebrating Columbus. It's about celebrating Italian-American heritage and that's what it's all about the energy at the columbus day parade is incredible it is it really is unreal and especially i mean uh, i i hope we get to do like kind of a real-time uh podcast of it because the way we run around and that like, oh, we run front we march and then we run to the there's a huge party always at columbus Absolutely. citizens foundation right. and then every every clubhouse is just rocking and rolling well, and come over to our float so you can yeah. meet some of our recipients see but that's that's exactly what i'm talking about it's like we have all these friends that have the float. It's like come to my float we could make <laughs> yeah. espresso on the float yes, true and have coffee and cake you know, we would ha- yeah. we'll, we'll get the bottle to espresso the ice espresso we'll yes we can do that. We'll, we'll all drink Manhattan I specials. Am, I'm going to yeah. get that for you so you come over to the float. You want espresso? We I'll get on the float, yeah. We should call Manhattan should... Specials to sponsor the float. Yes. We'll hand out Manhattan there you Specials. Go. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. You know, we we, we got to work on getting Illy our own has, float. Uh, we should ice. do that. Illy has uh, espresso and they have latte and cappuccino. I'm going to buy a, ca- a couple cases. We should have them on the float. Amazing. Maybe it's not too late for us to get in the parade. Maybe I'll call Angelo. Make a call, John. I Make should. A call. It's a couple we, weeks. We deserve but it. It'd be Make really a fun. Call. I should. It's, it happens you... to fall on my anniversary this year. <gasps> oh, can, okay. Well, we can, uh, we can Nicole have, understands. Yeah, Nicole. Let me talk to Nicole. I'm sure she's not. I'm sure she will not be surprised if I end up marching the parade again. But it is true. It's important. And uh, the legacy of Columbus is one that deserves further exploration on both sides. Yeah. Pro and con, and that's what we're going to talk about in the future. But the truth of the matter is, it is an Italian American day, and that's what it's become. And it, and you know, to me, I always said when I was at NIAF, and it wasn't always popular. A lot of old timers thought I was committing some kind of treason. But the truth is, when communities are uncomfortable with Columbus Day, my maximum bottom line position is it should be then Italian American Day. You know, if you want to secularize it for right. Italian Americans, but the idea that we're losing a holiday on the calendar really be. bothers me yeah, a lot. Shouldn't be. And I, I think Italian Americans, I think the community has actually really now realized, wait a minute, we, we always, I think we took it for granted. I think we did take it for granted and we can't take it for granted. Yeah. It's not a silly holiday to us. And, right. and, and given the enormous contributions Italian Americans have made to, to this country, I I think it's only fair that you know we we deserve a day to march through the streets you know, with our flags and our yes. boas it's, and it, it, you're what, right. What, what is interesting is that Italian Americans have so successfully assimilated, almost right? too and successfully. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You read my mind. Almost too successfully. And so we've we've sort of lost this, and 
you know, I listen, I'm getting of a certain age, but I'm looking at your generation and that's why I love what you're doing and the passion that you have for it. Keep doing that. Keep putting that out there because it's so important. It's just so important. And for me to see it, this is me 20 years ago when I was in college, you know, and to see it now, it warms my heart. Uh, And I have to say, you know, John, you've always been so, so supportive of me personally and my causes. And thank you for your support of the Italian Welfare League because you and your family have always been very, very supportive and Rosella too. Um, This community, I I actually think we're the bridge to all the Italian-American organizations. All of them come to our events. Yeah, it's true. So we talk about them, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe not getting along very well. They all get along uh, and support the children, Inosri Bambini. So that is a wonderful... Right. But it's a wonderful thing. They all show up. So, I mean, guys, it is our duty... If we if we think about it that way, it, it's our civic duty as Italian Americans to take care of other Italian Americans. Oh, right. And if you're looking for a way to help, this really is such a beautiful way to get involved. To just, I mean, at the very least, go to a fun party. Yes, yeah, exactly. Really. Come for to a, a good fun cause. luncheon. Have you a good can. Time. Um, you, oh, I, I honestly, anybody who's ever come as a guest always comes back. Yeah. They always, as they're on their way on the door, they'll say, and we announce our date for the following year because we already mm-hmm. know what it's going to mm-hmm. be. And they always say, I'll see you next year, same time, same place. I so, love that. And, and, you know, this year is special because it's our 99th um, and we are heading into a year of 100, of a centennial celebration. That's so amazing. this is it. Incredible. This is the kickoff. Incredible. I'm so excited I'm to come. I'm so happy to see And I'm going to bring my husband. And even though he's the one who's always like, oh, we're going to another one of these things. But <laughs> then he's the first one as soon as we get home to be like, you know what? I, I like that. I, I want to go back next year. Let's yeah. buy a table. You yeah. know, yeah. Then, great. then he gets into it. You know? That's great. The art of being it. married to an oh, Italian-American. That's part of the reason I always look forward to it because I know it's the one that my wife's not going to complain about. <laughs> she enjoys it. Her friends want to come. Yeah. And yeah, John and she's, I are kind of so, you know, We like all the events. Nicole is not that person. And she is just so lovely. She is lovely. She is lovely. You drag her to some really boring oh, things. Yeah. Oh, on. I'm sure. Like how I've many? I've got to take up her defense. How many royal Italian royals has oh, she for met? Love. <laughs> Poor girl. That aren't we've even. Had, that have no pulse. We've you dined. Know? We, 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, my wife has dined with royals and in the basement of social clubs. So she's done it all, and <laughs> that's because I love Poor this Nicole. stuff. But I she particularly really love you. your event. She does. She really I'm loves lucky. you. I'm blessed. Yes. But I particularly love this event. And uh, I hope we can see some of you guys out there. And if you're going to come, let us know through social media. Yes. Send us a message. Let us know you'll be there. We'd love to meet you and uh, share Go on this. our Facebook page. Yeah. We have a Facebook page, ItalianWelfareLeague.org. You can, you know, just ask to reach out to Linda on social. I am on the Facebook page. So I'm the one monitoring it. Reach out to me. And we'll get you great. good seats. Yeah. Yeah, we know John. someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. I got a guy. In this case, I, I got a guy. I got a gal. Yeah. She'll, she'll get you seated. That's right. That's well, right. Well, thank you so much. No, thank you for coming in. And thank you for doing this and keep doing this. And I'm really disappointed that Kev Av is not here. I know. I'm going to tell him that. You know, I'm he's really a, not he's happy. He's in the past to have what? He's at a two-day wedding for one of his students. On a Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. They're getting married on a Thursday night. So he's got a two-day wedding. Yeah. I really night. don't think that's an acceptable excuse. <laughs> well, you know, if you don't know Kev personally, it, it, even if he's not like your comada combato, he is. He <laughs> yes, makes himself. He is. He inserts himself. Funny story. I actually had a special silk boutonniere for him the day I got married. You did. I did. You're kidding. I did, and I couldn't find it at the last minute, and I oh. felt terrible. And it had rhinestones glued to it. It was gold. <laughs> I just I knew that he would have appreciated it. Oh like goodness! No one else would have. He is one of a kind. <laughs> did you ever find it, or I, did it disappear? I, into it the... disappeared along with the bag for my boostas. Uh, long story, <laughs> but oh wow, yes, but you know Wait, it was the who thought took the boostas. Oh no, 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 the bag to put the boostas in. Oh okay, we yeah, could find yeah the it, sack. My yeah. yeah, my envelopes ended up in a plastic telco bag. <laughs> oh, so you do a sack. See, my family does a sack. Yeah, it's some like people a, do boxes. Oh no, we do. Well, a sack. yeah, now they do boxes, yeah. but no, it's 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 na borsa. Yeah, that's what we have. Na borsa per le busta. Yeah, and yeah. we have like a, a heirloom one from my great grandmother. Oh wow, yeah. 
No, it's a beautiful tradition. I just I picked a box and it was too small, so we were going to put the bu- the it was going to be transferred from the box to the bag. We lost the bag. Oh, it God. ends up in a plastic bag. We ten were missing <laughs> with, at the end of the with night. Cavalieri Avogato right. special boutonniere. I should have put Pat in charge of the boostas. Oh, yeah, that'd he would have been fine. And yeah, he would have taken care of it. Then his Irish side would have come out. It'd been like lockdown. <laughs> yeah, and nothing would have happened to them. No, nothing. Well. But, this is why we do this because you build these relationships with people. And Linda, yeah. you're one of those relationships yeah. that I'm glad I have from this crazy community. You're welcome <laughs> Me back too. anytime. Thank you. We'll definitely see you at the parade. And uh, we'll definitely yeah. see you October 27th. You're going to see a lot of me in October. So yes. good luck. I know. We see a lot of people we Sorry. love in yeah. October. It's it's a reunion. I month. call it Italian-American madness month. Yes, it is. It's it kind of like, like March dash. madness. It is. It's like a dash to everything. <laughs> it is. It's like you got to make sure you take your vitamins. <laughs> and you're in good shape because you're not going to sleep yeah. and you're just going to eat way too much catered food. Yes, so you true. are. You're at events every weekend. <laughs> yes. And you're every traveling week, all over every the weekend, every other night. I yeah. mean, I look at my calendar for October. I'm like, really? I know. How am I doing this? It's pretty amazing. It's but our it, Olympics. It's our it's it right, it's Italian American Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't participate in these things and you want to You will be called out. You yeah, if come you don't. find us and, <laughs> and, and ask us questions. We'll get you there. We'll we'll show you where the calendar is because there's so much to yeah. do. Oh, and John, so we're going to be at the uh, Sagra del Polpo on October 25th, just two days before. Wow. Oh, wow. That's oh. amazing. Oh, that's See? right. Can't miss that's that. That's Rosella's octopus feast. <laughs> Oh, my, I'm going to skip that because I'm not an octopus fan. <laughs> well, then, but I'll come all to right. any other. We have any other, other things yeah. there. It's a lot of food. Is yeah, it we have other. It, it is Gorgulio's. <laughs> people say to me, "What kind of Italian are you that you don't eat seafood?" I said, "I'm from the mountains." Yes, yeah, true. I, fair I, enough. Yeah, you know, it's really not her thing. Yeah. It, it's okay. We, it's there's our other DNA, food there, though. My, a lot of people in my family don't eat seafood. I can oh see that. I mean, if you live in the mountains, if you live in the mountains of Abruzzo and Molise, the closest thing to fish was a. Uh, bacala. bacala, a bacala, yeah. which my mom did make, and oh boy, that was horrible. <laughs> That's why I don't like seafood. It was bacala, yeah. and it was octopus, or it was the sepia. Do you like tripe? No, I don't do tripe either. I yeah. like tripe. I don't do the tripe. It's no. not. I'm not saying tripe's my favorite, but on little, a cold day. What about those little? They were called sepia. Yeah, yeah, sepia, the cuttlefish. Like cuttlefish. Oh, I like those. Ooh, I love them. I love seafood. My yeah. dad used to make those Christmas Eve. Now I well, you fr- listen. Yeah, it's where you're from. It's not in our. See, I have the mix of four. F- I have about six different ancestries in me from the south. So I don't. It's all my south. DNA it's is all just water. whacked out. I got no. I got. I got mountains. Oh, okay. I got water. I got all kinds of stuff. But, I, but the South. I mean, that's why I'm saying I'm unusual. I'm an yeah. aberration because usually, you yeah. know, especially in the South, we Italians eat a lot of seafood. What but, are we eating on the 27th? What's the, is the menu good? It's a good menu. I'm working on the menu, but all it's right. a good menu, and there's always a fish alternative. All right. If you have any questions, I'll, oh, I'm I will happy ta- to we'll make talk. suggestions. We'll have to talk about that. And the other thing is, one of we do like member events. We have to do a cooking class. With Absolutely. You. We That's just a have great to find, idea. We have to find the kitchen. So find the kitchen. Oh, I got some ideas. Okay. Yeah. You know, ideas. there's a place on Mulberry Street that you. I did not that know that. You can it's rent very hard for to presentation find. kitchens. Okay. We uh, when my parents moved out of their house, they weren't gonna have a place to do Christmas. We've been doing Christmas at my house for 20 years. Yeah. So my mom rented this place on Mulberry Street, and my whole family came down, and I cooked, and they it was like a presentation kitchen. So they kind of, but it's professional grade. They watched me cook, and the tables were on the other side. It was actually kind of fun. Oh, that's awesome. Why didn't I, uh, how have I not heard of this? I talk, I talk to my mother. She knows all this stuff. She can find anything, my mother. She's like Wikipedia. I told you for, she's a force of nature. She's unbelievable, yeah. She's a force of nature. Tell but that'd be a great place hi. to do I will. She's, has my uh, mother met your mother? I don't know. I'd be surprised if not. No, maybe, maybe not. not. I don't think so. Have you ever met my mother? Uh, I think I did. But if, only if once. you did, you would remember. She's another force of nature. She is a force of nature, and I remember your dad too. It was at the Italian Welfare. Yeah, my League. dad is is you know tame. My mother is. Yeah, they make a good couple though. <laughs> <laughs> and you have the best of both of them. Oh yeah, yeah, you uh, do. <laughs> That's true, actually. I, you have the best I agree of both. With that. You do. <laughs> I, I apparently got the worst from both. <laughs> yeah. is what I'm oh, told. Come on. Yeah. Well, on a bad day, that's what I'm told. <laughs> I think I would claim the same for myself. Nope. But, Bring your mother, bring your father, come out, bring your See kids. See you on the 27th yeah. or at the parade or yeah. San Gennaro. Yeah, we'll be there tonight. Yeah. Roselle and I are heading down to San Gennaro now, and uh, I'm sure uh, everybody in the audience is going to be excited to see what we come up with there because uh, it's a little bit of a new exploration for us to be uh, doing this new project. But needless to say, there's a lot to do. So thanks for being here, Linda. Thank you, John. We love you. Thank you, Rosella. We love the league. Thank you. Come thank back you anytime. So much. See you all soon. The lovely, lovely love Carlosi, everyone. Now, you come back whenever you want from uh, Ro and I at the podcast. We'll see you next week. Ciao. Arrivederci. And your life will be great.
that you're born an Italian. If you want your life to be great, see that you're born an Italiano and your life will be great. See that you're born an Italiano 